0: In Ag and Review for the week ending October 11th, this week was all about the government shutdown and its far-reaching consequences. We'll start off with this report regarding the produce sector. Well, as the government shutdown threatens to linger, Mike Carlton, Director of Labor Relations for the Florida Fruit and Vegetable Association, explains how the closing of the Office of Foreign Labor Certification could have a major impact on our growers.
1: This is the office that uh, certifies all the uh, applications for foreign guest workers under the H-2A program. Florida is in the midst of filing the majority of its H-2A applications now, and any significant delay in being able to get them through the Office of Foreign Labor Certification is going to create a real problem for harvesting.
0: Carlton says they're concerned that the office was not declared an essential function.
1: Certainly nothing is more critical than being able to feed the American public, and that's what we're facing here. We're a little concerned that that office was not declared an essential function. Uh, certainly feeding the American public is an essential function. And the downstream offices that are involved in the H-2A program, the Citizenship and Immigration Services office that approves the visas, the embassy offices that issue the visas are all still operating. It's just that first step at the Office of Foreign Labor Certification under the Department of Labor that for some reason has determined that it is not an official function.
0: Carlton notes that they are taking actions requesting the Secretary of Labor to reopen that office.
1: But to anybody's guess what the response would be from the Department
0: of Labor. The shutdown is also affecting trade. This report outlines one of the biggest trade concerns. The government shutdown continues to have ramifications far beyond just closed offices, as American Farm Bureau Federation Executive Director Dale Moore says the shutdown has also shut down payments to Brazil in the longstanding WTO cotton case. I would
1: say that Brazil is taking full advantage of the opportunity presented by not receiving their check from us on time to, to make as much noise as they can. I have to believe pragmatically that they are using it as much as an opportunity to raise awareness and, you know, stir the interest of media to report on how they are not getting what is due them from their perspective.
0: Randall Wiseman brings us this report on how the government shutdown is affecting farm policy.
2: We're hearing that the farm bill could be included as part of a larger budget package, but no matter what happens, it's clear the government shutdown is effective work being done on getting a new bill put together. With expiration of the 2008 farm bill extension taking place at the end of September, we have technically reverted back to 1949 permanent law, but the first major change under that law is with the dairy policy, but that won't occur until the end of the year, so Congress has until then to get one put together. And Colin Woodall, Vice President of Government Affairs for the National Cattlemen's Beef Association, said he feels Congress will take every bit of that time to get it done. I'm still optimistic, even with this shutdown, that we will get to that place, but this does prolong the ability for uh, Congress to actually come together and have a conference committee and start the real work that it's going to take to get to that final package. So that's probably one of the biggest concerns about this government shutdown was the fact that it is taking away time that Congress otherwise would be spending in a conference committee to complete the Farm Bill. What all said, they hope Congress gets back to real business soon to get the Farm Bill completed.
0: And for more on how the lack of the Farm Bill is affecting our farmers, here's Tyron Spearman.
2: The expiration of the Farm Bill means a multiple
3: programs on which peanut farmers depend will cease to exist if they're not careful. We're not talking about the government shutdown. We're talking about the absence of the Farm Bill. Foreign aid programs are affected by this uh, loss of the Farm Bill and not an extension. We have lost the um, Food for Peace program, the Emerging Markets program, and also the MAP, or Market Access Program, and Foreign Market Development. Those places have closed. The American Peanut Council has offices in Europe, to promote U.S. peanuts for Georgia Florida and Alabama farmers, and they're saying their office is closed. They're also involved in carrying out trade servicing and demand-building projects to help sell more peanuts. The cutoff of funds for the Foreign Agricultural Service will force the peanut industry to discontinue these programs. The top ten markets right now for U.S. peanuts are Canada. They're still number one except for this year when the Chinese bought through Vietnam 75,000 metric tons. Uh, that was not on the board last year. Canada would be number two, the Netherlands number three this year, followed by Mexico, Germany, the United Kingdom, Japan, Spain, and Russia. Those are your top nine countries buying peanuts from the U.S. peanut farmers.
0: And remember, you can find these stories along with all the week's Southeast AgNet reports on our website at southeastagnet.com. I'm Julie McPeak with Southeast AgNet's podcast.